I guess just know what you're not willing to budge on, such as like if you want a company and you want them to align with your, you know, the culture you have set for your life, that might be a non-negotiable for you. Growth is a non-negotiable. Like I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing. And this company has, you know, you've hit that. Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it what is going on you guys happy friday happy hour we are back with another episode of just go with it i'm so excited this is such a special weekend because one of my best friends since seventh grade miss gabrielle nicole phillips is here to visit me and you know what if you don't have a friend who would fly out to visit you like you should probably get some because it's the best feeling ever she has flown out to visit me in college i've gone to see her we've cross-countryed it um, and we're doing the damn thing, the long distance friendship thing. And she is here this weekend. We're about to have so much fun and tear up Nashville. Honored to be here. Honored to be here and honor and a legend. Gabby, a little bit of a backstory about her. She grew up where I did in Washington and went to the University of Washington. And now she works in communication slash marketing slash sales. We all know the deal. We all know the deal, like the back of our hand. I was going to say, if your friend, or it's a good gauge of uh, bridal party worthy or like come to your engagement party, like a tight knit friend, mm-hmm. whether or not they're going to fly out or they're just the type of friend that it's purely text relationship, you know, there's no way in hell you're going to see them for years unless you're yeah, in the or it's area. Like- the type of friend where you don't text them or Snapchat them every day, but you know, the second you guys hang out, it's like, you just saw each other five minutes ago. Yes, pretty that's much. That's the fine out level. The level underneath yeah. it, the level like three friend, is the <laughs> we're only going to see each other if we happen to be in the same city. And I text her to go get drinks. But maybe she'll come to my wedding because she's fun. And Gabby has seen me at my worst, which is like seventh, eighth grade, wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say vice versa. All the big <laughs> life transitions. Yeah. Puberty, Ew. college post-college yeah we've seen each other at the weirdest time when you said your worst i automatically assumed you meant that god-awful picture of you the morning after your birthday in uh, austin <laughs> well, <laughs> well, she's also seen me she's seen me the most hungover i think i've ever been in my entire life which was that second morning in austin i don't know how i functioned that day i put on a smile but on the fake, inside your neck was green from your fake jewelry it was too much <laughs> so too different much. types of worse all across the board But it's always refreshing to have a friend from childhood because I don't have that many of those. And Gabby knows my heart. I'm glad. I love you. And we pretty much share a name, Gabby and Abby. Sounds Sounds fake. Yeah. So I was asking two guys in a bar this. I think it was Halloween weekend because they had known each other since they were in like middle school. And I was like, do you guys remember the exact moment you guys fell in love with each other? No, the moment you met like for the first time and then the moment you fell in love with each other. So do you have that for me? They had a good story. Ooh, good yeah. question, Ash. Do you remember when we met? Because I think I do. I, I think, think I remember the falling in love more so. Okay, good. We'll each take one. 
I think the first time we met was in the basketball gym of EBC and it was the day that you were going to play with our team. It was like, it was like a practice. And I remember you were shooting around or something and we didn't know who you were yet. And I was really intimidated by you, but I was also glad that there was another tall girl. I remember thinking that I was like, Oh, thank God. I'm not the only like tree up in here. (laughs) I do remember that. Yeah. We were, I I was in sixth grade and you were in seventh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds right. Oh my God. Checks out. Checks out. That the only like reason <laughs> Gabby's really young for her grade. So the only reason she could play with us is because the ages checked out. Mm-hmm. August birthdays. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, so do you remember falling in love? Can... Yeah. Gabby does. I don't. I do. Enlighten me. I think in Vegas was really what sparked the love. Okay. In falling Vegas, in love in seventh Vegas? grade at the okay. Grandview pool. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That was a bonding Can trip. Can I also interject? Oh. Is this the same Vegas trip where Abby had her sexual awakening with the thunder from down under? <laughs> all over the city. Yes, this is. Our basketball team would go to Vegas every year, or every summer for tournaments. But this first tournament was my first, my second, I would say, probably sexual awakening because there was a thunder from down under advertisement everywhere, right? Like the men with six packs, we have a picture in front of. And I remember just thinking like, God, I love men. And I was like, (laughs) I was like 13. I have two things to say about that. One, did I send you the TikTok that was like dressed as your sexual awakening? Yes. And it was so funny. Second, how do we know that they're from down under? Do they speak during the show? Do we know they're Australian or is it just a gimmick? You know what? I've never once thought about that. And then they very much could be American and we could all be lied to. Yeah. I think Australians are just generally hotter. Right. I might be just but they probably don't hot. talk. Yeah. They probably don't talk during the strip show. Probably not. No. The moment a man says something, he's usually less attractive. So, but do you remember? True. <laughs> but do you remember we'd be in the hotel with like other basketball guys who were there and we were just so young and we were like trying to flirt with boys, but, like trying to be cool girls, like just be friends with them. But it was like so hard and we were also weird. So that's a comforting memory. And much like other comforting memories, people have the holidays coming up, which we talked about Thanksgiving, but now it's full bo- full blown Christmas season. Like I put on Christmas music in the car the other day. I don't I'm know kidding. if you guys are doing that. I'm not quite yet. I will wait for the week of Thanksgiving. So Monday morning, I'm coming in hot. Okay. Well, it was just a little teaser for me. Mm. Like I don't do it every time I'm in the car, but I just did it once. I'm still you listening know. to Red again and again and again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you a Swifty? Why don't I know this? I am, and I do know the whole um, situation. Yeah, situation with Jake and T Swift right now. And so, like, do you hate Jake Gyllenhaal, or do you just recognize what he has done to Taylor? We recognize the space we're in because we cannot reconcile the fact that he is our favorite actor. Yet we should hate him. Unfortunately for us. Ashley and I are obsessed with Jake Gyllenhaal and like all his oh. movies and stuff. So the fact that he wronged one of our favorite music artists is just like. And we like, can't let go of it because really we're not just tough. obsessed because he's hot. Like that's sure. That's a factor. But we're obsessed because uh, he's such a good actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. We respect his craft. <laughs> we respect all the craft. Yeah. That's a tough one too though. Because think of something you did 13 years ago just recently reappeared and now you're on blast he's right. a 25 I mean, year old stupid. again though i don't think he's over he's back in the same you don't think he's i don't think he's matured you think because he's still dating a 25 year old when she was 22 yeah that's weird he's uh, 40 years old like dating a 25 year old <laughs> oh boy i don't think that's, that's, some, uh, that's some predator shit like, i guess sorry. i justify it because my parents are 16 years apart <laughs> true true but, 
Yeah. And where's the song about them? We still don't have one. Guess I'll have to write it. (laughs) (laughs) My mom told me the other day, she's like, why isn't Abby a songwriter? And I said, just you wait. Um, maybe that is my talent. Just you um, wait. I haven't actually really tried. Like, I've never put my mind to it yet. Yeah. So, back to the holidays. Gabby, are you going to your uh, hometown for Thanksgiving? I am. So, I guess I was born in Woodinville, Washington, which is, like, 20 minutes away from Abbey. But Similar to Monroe, but very different vibes. Yeah, we have, like, wineries, and, like, it's a little bit more er, suburban. Mm-hmm. But, um... But yeah, I'm actually going to Suncadia for the holidays. So if anyone knows that, it's a little like resort town in Washington because my parents now live there and they sit on their back porch and count deer. So, that But are you going to see your high school friends? No, I never really go to Woodinville anymore because they don't have the house. So no nights for Thanksgiving. So no, like let's see each other at the bars, high school reunion. No, I do. I wish we did because I know everyone goes to this one bar in Woodinville. And I love local stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and it would have been a lot of fun, but... But it's not in the cards this year. See, again, you could not hold me hostage and tape my face and like put me in a car <laughs> and tell me you're going to go hang out with your high school people in a bar in Monroe. And I like I just couldn't. If we were all for some in some weird dimension inception thing. We were all, you know, our group uh, the night before Thanksgiving. We were all in Monroe with you. Would you take us to the bars? I think just for the hell of it all and for the story, so you guys could understand what I see, what I went through, I would. I, I hope would take all, all of our Monroe listeners aren't uh, tuning in on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt we have any, if we're being honest. What bar would you take them to? That's a good point. I've never been back <laughs> as a legal bars? drinker. Are there any bars? <laughs> oh, wait, good point. I've never once been like a hole this. in the wall with old men. Like a dive bar. Yeah, actually, please look it up. If there's any dive bars in Monroe. I'm thinking about places we would frequent, like in high school, and it was always the Denny's, a parking lot. The theater kids go to Denny's at like 11, 11 p.m. There's gotta be. Yeah, there's gotta be on that main there's street. There's gotta be like an old man dive bar. bar. Totally. Cigarette smoke. <laughs> I'm trying to think my parents and I whenever we would if they wanted to like go get a drink somewhere they would probably go to like a neighboring town <laughs> J.R. Finicky's never heard of Yoli's it Yoli's Snack Bar Papa's Tavern Papa's Tavern, Papa's Tavern. <laughs> that sounds like a place people Papa's would go Papa's Tavern is it I think Papa's Tavern I, see it. even in Newport Washington I would know exactly what bar to take you because there's only one I'll put pictures on the story let's see if they even have a Yelp page of Papa's Tavern <laughs> that's a winner so needless to say though Gabby you will not like be going out to the hometown bars because you want people to be in your hometown unfortunately no it would be interesting to see them and see what everyone's up to but I'll save that for a reunion did you ever celebrate that occasion or did your parents move the second you got your diploma in high school they moved we actually I got to invite my sorority over um we did my sorority sleepover at my house sophomore year I had a pretty sweet house in Woodinville that's cute um but the summer after that we sold it so I got a couple years of it and it was like 20 minutes away from UW so that was pretty convenient Mm -hmm. but oh you guys Papa's Tavern is it I just pulled up pictures Is it a winner? Well, it has a pool table, a bunch of flags on the walls, and a big neon sign that says Papa's Tavern. So 
<laughs> and so everything that we know and love, and, Ashley. and dartboards and like Bud Light signs, it's the place. Any please. place that old, grizzled, slightly dirty men might inhabit are places that Ashley and I would. Any love place to with be. a smoking inside sign, like cigarettes, that's our, that has our name written all over it. <laughs> it's like cigarettes to be specific, not vape. yeah. I might as well say like smoking plus having Ashley inside. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so the holidays are upon us, though. What are some of our favorite holiday films? Gabby, I'd like to hear Yeah, Gabby, there are some films and, like, one tradition you will not bend on. Like, you must make a gingerbread house or something. I don't know. Do we make... Normally, it's making traditions for yourself, by the way. Like, if your family's not going to make them, just do it yourself. I think I made one alone last year. It turned out great. (laughs) I wonder if I have a tradition. That's a question that I haven't asked myself. I know the tradition's a tough one. I feel like <laughs> Elf is a classic movie, though. Okay, That's yeah. always my go-to. I feel like my tradition comes in the form of movies. Like I must watch these four movies, or else it's not the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And I must watch Four Christmases and the Gigantic Man that is Vince Vaughn grace my screen. I don't think I've ever seen that, Gabby. It's so funny. We'll watch that tonight. It's so good. <laughs> no, I wouldn't take offense to this the wrong way, but I was watching the internship a few weeks ago, and I texted Abby, and I was like, "Did we talk enough about how you're Vince Vaughn?" How about me? You are Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Because I'm just like a tree and I tower over. And, but you're also the humor's the same. Yeah, it's like dry yeah, humor. Yeah, yeah. Dry deadpan. <laughs> Dark hair. If I'm going to be compared to a middle aged man, I'm glad it's Vince Vaughn. Like, I'll yeah, happily take If that. you were a 40 year old celebrity, you guys would be a power couple. Let me tell you that. Holy hell. You're right. <laughs> Hollywood's, got I wish a, I was. Hollywood's got a new storm coming. Maybe in another life, I was, like, reincarnated, and I used to be Vince Vaughn, and now I'm me. (laughs) Yet we walk the same earth. (laughs) Anyways, any traditions, Gabby, that you must uphold? Oh, boy. I'm trying to think. I make cookies every year just for my neighbors. That's a tradition. That's good. Right? That's a good one. It's like spreading the Christmas cheer. Gabby, that's so cute. Yeah. What a giver. That's a fun one. Okay. I don't don't do that. (laughs) Should I be doing that? (laughs) I don't even make cookies for myself. I can't even turn on my oven. Like, <laughs> I don't do that shit. Abby, you make those ones with the like picture printed on them from like Target that are like this big, and you give that to your neighbors the bare minimum. Are you talking about the mini those mini sugar? Cookies? I love them. I, I love them. Those. I'm not cheating on them, but I'm saying that yeah, I was gonna say those slap. No, they slap. But sure like them. Gabby's like laboring away from scratch for the neighbors, and you're. <laughs> the mini I'm like, sugar. I guess I could slap something in the yeah, oven. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Figure out how to turn her on. Abby, do you have any traditions? Um, no, mine again was in the form of movies, but I think I'm going to be more intentional this year and start some. Yeah, think about it. Like maybe make a Christmas card for people in yeah. my close vicinity, like my mm-hmm. coworker. Like that's just so nice to receive. Like nobody does that anymore. No, yeah, that's really literally cute. no one. Yeah, and how cute and how fun the season of giving. Sounds like you picked out your tradition already. <laughs> if I can't bake cookies, I guess I'll make a handwritten card. Like that'll have to do. And they they're gonna love it. God damn it. <laughs> damn it all (laughs) (laughs) thanksgiving gabby any church well uh, you said you're not going back to your hometown so that kind of strips you of a few but any thanksgiving specific stuff that you like must do well it's funny my mom never cooks for thanksgiving i've like never had a home cooked thanksgiving fancy food why don't i know that usually yeah well for the first probably 15 years we drove to wenatchee and we went to a buffet (laughs) Oh my god, iconic. At like the country club. Oh, that's yes. nice. Okay. I know. We would do that. And then the last two years we've just ordered in, uh, I guess because COVID and everything. But 
Okay, this is going to be my first year, just in case anyone wants to update on my life. Yeah, an update from last week. (laughs) I will not be near any friends or family for Thanksgiving. And so I've searched high and low as to what I'm, if there's any family I can latch on to, and I've come up with nothing. Gabby, I told her, I told gave her two options. I said, one, go run a turkey trot and try and latch onto a family when you guys are talking before and like make your situation known. Two, I said, go volunteer someplace. And she looked it up and she's like, yeah. damn it, not even the turkey trot needs volunteers anymore. Like, it's too late for that. <laughs> oh, and you oh, also no. said, pretend I'm a college student, like, hang around Belmont or Vanderbilt and, like, pretend like I'm hungry and I, like, need a family. <laughs> I said, pretend you're the adult, but invite college kids into your home and pretend you're, like, being a giver. But oh, you really wow. just need company. <laughs> I really just need seats. I need bodies at the table, yeah. really. Fillers. <laughs> But we're batting zero with that, so we've moved on to plan B, and plan B is my boyfriend and I are going to have the infamous Cracker Barrel experience for Thanksgiving, because apparently it slaps, (laughs) and Cracker Barrel, not a big thing in the Pacific Northwest, or really the West Coast at all, but here in the South, it's a staple it's comforting and it's actually good food. I've been there once and it was amazing. But the, apparently they make a bomb Thanksgiving meal and there's like a huge list you have to get on. And so I'm excited to try it. You're on the waiting list for Cracker Barrel. So that means I myself don't have to, again, learn how to turn on the oven. And that's an exaggeration because I do know how to use the oven. But like I just don't, that's, you know. <laughs> this isn't the same, but like somewhat adjacent. I sent to India today, Jameson's. I followed them on Instagram, obviously. They posted, they were like, on Thanksgiving, we're having our annual Thanksgiving meal, like 20 bucks only. <laughs> I sent it to India and I was like, great, this is for all of the grizzled old men to go to this bar Wait. that have no one else to go to. No. You guys are really good at this. Really? Yeah, like passing it back and forth. Well, Ashley and I, if you put us in a glass box, like the show you, and you're like, you guys have to keep talking for 72 hours or else you're going to die. Like, we're going to kill you if you stop talking. We could probably do it for weeks. We'd say 72 hours. That's nothing. 127 hours sounds more like it. So holiday season are upon us. If you guys have any holiday recommendations, please DM us on our Instagram, just go with it dot podcast because Ashley and I are obsessed with movies and books, but mostly movies. And like we have probably seen all of them. So if you have a rare one that you're like every year, I watch this one, let us know. I think I told you this when we were like on the phone recently, but my mom said, I haven't thought about the family stone in like uh, like three weeks she's like it's time to start really thinking about the family stone oh, now it is time family stone season no oh. it's really good star-studded cast it's about this family i'm not even gonna give you a premise i just want you to watch it but i don't think like, it's like a downer though like okay. not a downer downer and an upper it's it's a feel-good film it's a drama you have to really pay attention so definitely not for this weekend but like when you get back home okay yeah yeah Put it on the list. And it's holiday theme? Mm-hmm. Christmas. Cool. It all takes place Christmas. over like three days around Christmas or something. <laughs> Abby, what, what holiday? Have you, have you thought about anything to put on your Christmas list? Wait, wait. How do you say Christmas? Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have done some um, thoughtful thoughtful journaling about it the best way that I decide what I want for Christmas is I go shopping myself in the stores so I need to do that Mm -hmm. soon so I can decide what I actually want two things that I want though I'm mad that I didn't buy cowboy boots well they wouldn't have fit in my suitcase I had to carry my clothes back in Austin but I'm mad I didn't get Tacovas a little bit so I kind of want some cute that's That's a good good gift second I got (laughs) this like for Christmas last year and like they just weren't the right ones I really want (laughs) black 
leather pants to wear to dinner and to wear to bars Ooh, yeah. good ones not ones that like get stretched out after you wear them three times and not the legging Aritzia kind has good ones i've mm-hmm. heard those ones really wear down Aritzia. after you wash them once leather i actually could see that i've washed a lot of my ritzy stuff and it came out like completely different than what it but initially do you was like the leather ones that everyone wants that they have i haven't washed them yet yeah. This is your warning. So that Maybe could be the, <laughs> yeah, right, the caveat. <laughs> but just never watch them. I know right now no, I won't watch them. But so if anyone else besides the Ritzy ones can point or the Abercrombie on where they exist, can point me in the direction of black leather pants, not leggings, that would be great. You know what? I was looking at my small Christmas list. It's kind of pointless to make Christmas lists anyway, because I know my parents we are don't need get to talk anything. about the snob story. <laughs> No, but I just make it anyway, just as so something that I have. Of We're like, doing oh, a gift exchange this year. Maybe you'll get something from the list. Ooh-wee, maybe I will. But I was looking at my list, and something that was so characteristic of me and who I am as a person was the diversity of things that made the list. Ideas. And the biggest dichotomy was the first thing on my list was boxing gloves. Really nice, expensive boxing gloves. And they're pink and they're white and I want them so bad for my boxing classes and they're like good high quality gloves, right? Mm. And I don't, I just can't justify buying them for myself. But that was the first thing on my list. And the last thing on my list was Charlotte Tilbury Pillow Talk lipstick and lip liner. And I just said, who is this girl getting boxing gloves and lip liner? Like, (laughs) who is she? And I said, she's me. She, She is me. I am her. Something else. This is a good stocking stuffer if anyone needs ideas. Since we are so into reading these days, I have like a list of like ten books that I give to someone that I know will get me like a small gift. Oh, that's such a good small gift because I don't want to like be buying all my books all the time. Look at those; they add up. Yeah, they do. So that's a good like thing to throw around to the masses. Good point. Good point. You need a bookshelf too. I know. If anyone wants to buy me a bookshelf, I'm gonna put that. I was gonna put a gift registry. (laughs) I want one of those scanners. It's like beep beep. Any ideas, Gabby? You already have the leather pants. So, what more do you need in the world? That's an cowboy boots. (laughs) Last year, I really wanted the Dyson hair care. I want one, but I can't justify it. And my mom wouldn't buy it. She wouldn't. But I can't justify even asking it if she would. It's just that's like a, a flight. Right. Out of the country, right, but I, don't know. I hear it's worth it. Yeah, no, I have salon style hair all the time. All jokes aside, holidays aside, Gabby did something really cool, and we're here to talk about it. She just up and got an Airbnb with her friends, her roommates in Seattle, and let me tell the story and then you can correct it because I feel like I have some holes. But basically, one of your roommates was going to do a mission trip in Nicaragua. I might have made that up. Is it next <laughs> It is, but she's taking a sabbatical. Taking a sabbatical. Anyways, she's gone. Goodbye. Out of the country. Three months. And they were all like, okay, well, what do we do while she's gone? Let's, and our lease is up, let's go get an Airbnb in a new city, a new state. San Diego, California, here we come. But this can obviously be replicated in any city that you have interest in living in. And you just rented long-term Airbnb. And you did multiple Airbnbs. You didn't just do one. You kind of bopped around. And what a dream. Can you please tell us what led you to that decision and what it was like? For sure, Abigail. And fill in the holes in Um, the story. Yeah, the story was good. I think it was a decent summary. Yeah, the sabbatical. That's about all I knew. She left. The lease ended. So we left down south. And it was really fun. Seattle or San Diego is a really fun place to live. I believe it. I've seen her. Oh, yes. 
thriving. <laughs> a lot of yeah, a lot of satellite people too. Mm. So it um, explain to the fans what a satellite person is. <laughs> satellite people are from are I'm like I'm transplants. Supported. Yeah, like people from other cities. Yeah, the other people from cities moving to San Diego because it's a cool place to live. So it's like warm, everyone in Nashville. Sunny. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like typically people aren't really from Nashville. Although I recently met someone from Nashville, which I'll tell you about later. Ooh, okay, let me know. But um. Yeah, and so we got Airbnbs in North Park, Mission Bay, Pacific Beach, um, Golden Hill, and it was really cool to explore San Diego in a different way because a lot of people know Pacific Beach. It's the beach where everyone parties, but it was cool to see, like, the cities and stuff. Okay, let's back it up, though, because I want to hear about your mindset in terms of absolutely just uprooting your life and moving. So clearly, you work from home, so you can work from anywhere. So this can be done. I think a lot of people are always talking about how they want to live in a new city or they want to try it out, but it seems like such a daunting task. So talk about your mindset and, like, your roommates. Were you all just in the same idea frame of like yes we are ready we're adventurous we want to get up and we want to go or did it some people take some convincing or how did that look yeah no that's a good question so my friend Haley and I were actually talking about this for such a long time because San Diego is someplace we've always wanted to live Mm -hmm. and we've always just been so attracted to the sun and just sunny places where you can just go out and do things all the time because we're very much go 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 type people but um kind of the silver lining of COVID is that gave us the opportunity to, you know, work from home anywhere Mm -hmm. we wanted to, which gave us the chance to go to San Diego. But um, it didn't really feel like ever uprooting my life because I knew I'd be coming back to Seattle. At least that was the general theme. My friend Haley ended up staying down there because she met a boy, which is exciting. Ooh, love story. But but yeah, considering I knew I was always going to come back, it was a pretty easy like six month Mm -hmm. world journey. Did it start out as three and then it extended to six or was it always six? It did start off as three and then we just kept getting Airbnbs and we made it six. And you just said, let's never go home. <laughs> Literally. It was helpful because when Riley came back from sabbatical, she joined us for the last month Cute. in San Diego. A homecoming. So Yeah. So then when we moved back up to Seattle, we were able to be roommates again. That's very cool. That's nice because as people come and go, you could get a smaller Airbnb, a bigger one again, a smaller one for the like third one or whatever. But what made you say, let's stay in uh, San Diego versus different places? That did cross our mind. Because we you have doing complete like- freedom. No, no attachments. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. You can exactly. do a month each month in a different place. Literally, that was our first crossed our mind. We're thinking about doing a month in San Diego, a month in like Orange County, and then a month in LA. But as we kind of kept going in San Diego, we realized we were meeting people and we didn't just want to leave them and have to start fresh. You're forming a community. Exactly. And how did you meet these people? Because I feel like that's hard for a lot of people. Yeah. So a few different ways. Haley is from Bellevue, Washington, which is a huge suburb of Seattle. And she had a lot of friends who went to USD. So that's actually how she met her boyfriend, which is kind of funny. But he put in his fraternity group chat, like, hey, we have some friends moving down there. Do you guys want to hang out with them? Here are their numbers. So they texted us and that was like a good initial Please, circle. a group of men? I know. Fraternity men? Why don't we do that, Ashley? <laughs> Comment. When you were living there, I was seeing your story. You would post with big groups of men. <laughs> just so many men. <laughs> that is yeah, it was so like, where did you find all us? these men? But I never asked you. I was just like, where did you find so many men? <laughs> Why did I always assume you were just like meeting people at the beach, like playing spike ball? I thought too. Like, I thought you were like groups. at a bar and said like, let's play volleyball tomorrow or something. I don't know. Right. Well, we did that too, honestly, but there was also a big 
group from UW who just happened to be Zates that all moved down to San Diego. So they were a big group you'd hang out with too. Good it looks like you're in college again. again. Right? It honestly did. It was really fun to reconnect with everyone in like a completely different place. Totally. So yeah, that was one way. I also did download Bumble BFF and had success. Did you okay, really? Yes. Please tell us about that. Yeah. Well, how did you vet your prospects and what was it like going on the first date with a girl? <laughs> Honestly, it was interesting, like girl flirting, but, um, it's a real thing. It is. Yeah. And not like, it was interesting, but I think you can generally tell who you vibe with on Bumble BFF, you know, who you're going to get along with, who has similar interests as yourself. So once vetting that, um, we hung out with this girl named Taylor who we really loved and she actually still hangs out with us to this day, which is cool. Cute. Um, but she's actually the only person I met on Bumble BFF, but you're one, one and done. done. <laughs> Don't need anyone else. Do you feel awkward <laughs> chatting with a girl on like an app? Yeah, honestly, I'd usually send like three messages and just ask if they wanted to hang out. That's what normal dating apps should be, even with right. men. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why get to know me over text? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah why do the whole back and forth thing i have an antidote about bumble bff my friend reminded me off of it it's from a tiktok though but some girl was talking about how she had met this girl on bumble bff she was having such a good time talking to her they kept hanging out again and again they like really hit it off this whole thing and then her this girl she met was like oh do you want to come to this party with my other friends and at that party she was introducing the girl like oh this is this girl that i'm seeing right now that i'm dating <gasps> I know. And the girl she realized she had clicked on bumble dating and like interested in girls rather than bumble bff period no like she clicked on the wrong thing when she first started talking to this girl and that sucks how crazy yeah. i'd be mortified i'd be i wouldn't know what to do you? i'd freeze I really don't know if I'd even tell the truth at that point. Maybe break up with her. I just like leave and then never talk to her again. That's a big mistake made. Damn. Well, thank God that's not us, you guys. Read the the fine print when you're clicking on BFF. (laughs) Okay, so back to the Airbnb situation. How hard or how simple was it to all find the Airbnb, to all agree on where you wanted to live in terms of like pricing, how much we want to pay, where we want to live specifically, how many options you have. And did you caravan your cars down? we all had cars that's nice yeah because we all like piled our stuff in the car like that's all we had but that actually is a good question because we did vary on different places we wanted to live Mm. I think we all agreed PB was going to be fun but like Golden Hill Haley and I ended up being in bunk beds oh my god and that was a hard sell but we're like considering it's so much room for activities (laughs) (laughs) and it was easy because doing the long-term stare long-term stays in airbnbs you usually get discounts oh yeah that's comparable to rent in some way like it's a little bit more expensive but nothing crazy but typically sadie would always pick the master so she'd be paying the most and then Haley and i would get the second and third best yeah thankfully we were all able to just go on agreements with different spots because we wanted to definitely hop around and check out different areas Cool. And the booking process was easy. You just found it and you were like, I'm going to stay here for a month and a half. Yeah. And it's kind of nice. I got a bunch of miles on my credit card, oh, hell yeah. which you usually can't do for rent. So that was kind of fun. Good stuff. You don't have to worry about I utilities like- or like buying a single like pot or, or furniture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, we did have one situation with the bathtub though. It was going on for like five hours because the handle fell off <gasps> and we didn't know who to contact <laughs> because like you can't just contact the Airbnb site if it's like, 9 p.m. at night and so yeah that was a struggle we almost called the fire department but we found the emergency water off. did it flood and over it didn't flood over because we were taking buckets to the sink oh, yeah yeah it was stressful and I already am such like 
a water saver kind of person. It was like stressing me out anxiety wise for like our oceans. But it's okay. uh, Gabby, everyone's worried about the Airbnb flooding, and Gabby's worried about our oceans. Like, not, not like the wooden floor. Gabby's drinking it as it like comes out to make sure it gets. Hashtag not like other girls. She's like, we can't waste it. Let's put it in the fridge. Let's put it in the Brita. Opposite of what Gabby. She's like, everyone start bathing. She's so taking the bucket and water in the yard outside. They're passing a loofah around, all using the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's good stuff i feel like this whole idea of just picking up and going to get a long-term airbnb in a new city is not only really smart because then you can test out the city before you actually move there but also it's very accessible like if you have the money if you save up a little bit and you know this is something you want to do i feel like it's so easy and people act like it's so hard it's so true yeah. no i agree and you kind of did the same thing when you went to nashville I mean, I didn't, well, I didn't stay in like an Airbnb. I kind of just like up and did it, which is also equally scary because I had to agree to live in this house before even seeing it in real life, Mm -hmm. which is terrifying, but like it worked out okay. There are these two girls that I want to have on the podcast. Who knows? Maybe they're listening. Um, But basically TikTok and their two sisters and they, I might send them to you, Abby. They're trying out like 10 different cities over a year. Like a month. Oh, and I know. I've seen and they, like have a whole system of what they like about each one so that they can decide where to live after. Oh yeah, and they're like rating them on a bunch of different scales. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Attractiveness of men, options of activities, yeah. weather, restaurants, the yeah, the whole thing. Activities yeah, that's in our so Um, so Gabby, is there Thank any place that. could you see yourself living in San Diego? Yes, a hundred percent. I love it there. And literally coming from Seattle, it's just a complete opposite spot. And in like a good way, like there's still a lot of opportunity down there, but like the men in Seattle are very ugly. Sorry, Washington, left and right. That's true. Slander. Washington, that's the title of this episode is Washington Slander. <laughs> that's a good merch thing. Washington Slander. <laughs> Defamation of the state of Washington. Yeah. Um, yeah. any recs for San Diego people? Ooh, there is a really cool speakeasy. I'm sure a lot of people know about, but Raised by Wolves is super cool. You basically sit on these two chairs and the wall turns and you're in this bar. Whoa. It's is it like cool. in La Jolla area? Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it on TikTok. I haven't been though. It's cool. I think there's also this bar in Little Italy called Carousel. And you need to have a reservation like months in advance, but the bar spins the whole night, which is kind of cool. I'm sorry. I feel like I'd get too sick. And I'm <laughs> throwing up in the neck. I'm like taking, <laughs> I'm taking one of those seasick or those like motion sickness pills before. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> Big wild night on the town. <sighs> Does it move fast? I don't think so. I've never been. That's actually on my list of places to go. Oh, so you're telling me you were there for six months and you never went. Okay, Abby. It was you can make the reservation right now. Yeah. Okay, well, say less. Let's go next week. I was going to say, why don't we just leave Nashville right now? <laughs> Screw the Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving. I'm going to this carousel thing. <laughs> um, out of your Airbnbs, which like city in San Diego was your favorite one? Which area? I'd say Pacific Beach was the most relevant just because you could in walk everywhere age and age yeah walkability um you didn't really need to leave that area to do anything else that's nice yeah um but it also like had a very much like if you're not between the ages of 18 and 24 i would not suggest living there 
Young people yeah. only. That's what we like to yeah. hear, though. For sure. Happy you're like livable. 37. Young people only. <laughs> <laughs> Today I was having a conversation with a coworker, and he was telling me how he was 32, and I went, oh, you're basically an elder. And, like, let me talk about our relationship, though, because it's very funny and casual, and I, it was in no way offensive. But you could tell the shock on his face because he's used to, like, being around, you know, people older than him, like 32, yeah. 31. That's still pretty young in terms of life. But here I am at 23 looking at him like, he's seen so much more than me in life and he something like clicked in his brain he was like oh my god I'm not like a kid anymore wow (laughs) we had a moment today Gabby was living it up in San Diego but since then she has broken up with her long-term boyfriend so I'm curious since you haven't been on dating apps in quite a while what's it looking like these days because oh I, I know someone who she was like, okay, time to get back on dating apps. I'm just like, is Tinder what the kids are using these days? And I was like, how long has it been for you? So yeah, great question, Ashley. What's the um, mic up there? Now I'll take the mic. No, <laughs> um, Pass it over. <laughs> um, I'd say my most common app of preference is Hinge because I me too. It's like Tinder. Usually, if you're trying to hoe, that's a perfect app for that. But also Bumble has, I usually never use Bumble because I don't really, I still believe in chivalry and guys messaging first and stuff. Mm -hmm. Chivalry, everyone. (laughs) Not dead, ain't with Gabby. Just effort. (laughs) (laughs) But recently Bumble's actually come out of the woodwork. So here we are, but. Why? For like quality of men, you think? Yeah. funniness? What are we talking here? Better response rate too, because on hand, it's really easy to connect with people and and they'll just stay on your feed. Yeah. And it's like, but for Bumble, you have to message them 24 hours, you know, within that window. So the people who aren't really there or like to actually meet people, they'll just be recycled. Oh, that's so so smart. I never thought about it that way. That's kind of nice. That's interesting. The recycling. Mm-hmm. So then your feed just doesn't get jammed up of people who never go on the app. I think there's something behind. I have a hot take. I think <laughs> I have not, and I don't think I would in the near future, maybe when I get a little more older. Um, but I think there's something behind Pain for Hinge. And the reason why I'm saying this is because if you have the update where they give you one free, like whatever, super like, quote unquote, like, they give you a free one here and there. They toss you a bone. Mm-hmm. The 10 men they show you as your options are such a higher quality than what you normally see. So, obviously, they're gatekeeping those with the algorithm. Are you talking about, like, the standouts where you only yeah. get one a day? Yeah. Yeah, those ones. Mm-hmm. The standouts. So, if you pay for it, you see them, all those standouts, 24-7. And imagine how many standouts there are past what we're seeing. So, I think there's something behind I have something to say regarding the standouts, and it's a hack. It's an, it's a, what is this? Oh, he sent you a rose. Yeah. A rose. That's what I was referring to. Live and in person. Don't know how this episode turned into a dating episode, but it's girl talk hour. Okay. Welcome to the girlfriend hour. Anyways. um, On TikTok, I saw this hack that was like, if you want to find the men who are like the standouts on some other social media platform since you only get one like then you look up their profile because you can still open it and scroll through it before you decide to to like it Mm -hmm. you go through if you need to find out their last name so that you can look them up you look at their age their profession and maybe where they might live and then you go to linkedin LinkedIn. i knew you do you pursue them on linkedin no, hear me okay. out. You go to LinkedIn, you type in their name, their profession, and the state they're from or the city they live in, and most likely nine times out of ten, they're going to come up because it's LinkedIn, especially the profession. That's important. 
Then when you find them, you've got the last name. Once you've got the last name, the world is your oyster. You can find them on Facebook. You can find their uncle on Facebook. You can find their mom. You can find their Instagram. You can find photos of them from their ex-girlfriend. Like you can go crazy. Do you know that's weirdly been so weird for me? Like people pursuing you and then you seeing kind of the relationship they had with their ex on their social media. I bet. I don't know why. It and just throws me off. Imagine you see them and so in love with their ex and you're like, wow. That's right? So like, wild. how is that? Are they really over it? That's the big True. question. So Social then, media is do you lay it all on the line on Instagram and say, sorry, I could, I can't afford to buy premium, but you know, here we are. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I would just Have you ever done like that is what I'm asking. Them. Have I ever done that? Yeah. And then no, but once I saw that hack, I was like, I would. I'm not actively on dating apps for I am locked down and taken. But <laughs> if I were searching, I feel like I would use that trick. Yeah. I do have my Instagram handle on my Hinge and Bumble, and I've gotten oh, 20 bold. followers in the last week. That is bold. That's, <laughs> everyone who's listening, in case you're wondering, Gabby's hot. So that's why she got 20 that's followers. No. <laughs> yes, she's humble and she's hot. What, what a better combo. Humble and hot is a good podcast name. Hot and humble. <laughs> hot and humble. There's too many podcast names we could have gone. We're going to start selling them. Spin. Let's do some spinoff episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 14 brands. Minute, mini series. Hot and Humble could also be a dating app. I'm not up. sure what like the premise is, but it could be a dating app too. That's funny because you're calling yourself hot in the title, but you're also calling yourself <laughs> humble. So, and it shows that you're funny. That shows everything. It's witty people. Only everything you have to do. write seven jokes to get in and they have to be like pre-approved. Oh my God. This is iconic um like so what's your ideal first date when you're meeting these guys like what would be perfect for you in your head I'd say I lean away from dinners because if you really just meet someone and you're not vibing then you have to wait like an hour and a half to actually eat food like wait for the check to come blah 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 so I think drinks or dessert are really fun beginning dates um hot take yeah. right hot cakes I love hot cakes (laughs) hot (laughs) cakes um or even like an activity that's always really fun. If somebody asked me to go bowling, I'd actually be stoked, even though I feel like that's kind of. You're talking about waiting an hour and a half for dinner. How long does it take you to bowl a couple lanes or whatever? <laughs> or like somebody should ask me to the Great Wolf Lodge or like go to horse racing. Great I don't know. Wolf Lodge. Horse racing. Folks, she's versatile. Too much of a commitment, but horse racing, she's down. I recognize that most of our listeners are women. I have the stats. So if anyone here has a male friend that wants to take Abby or Gabby horse racing, you'll see her picture on our Instagram. <laughs> so spinning away from this uh, single season, um, adult season, what are some wisdom? Gabby is barely older than us, but we'll still call it. She's older than us. Have you learned anything good lately in the past couple years? I'd say as long as you're putting in the effort, everything will fall into place, at least regarding like graduating and finding an occupation. Mm. But in regards to once you have a job, depends if you're liking it or not. I'd say typically the first job you have is going to be your dream job. So just figuring out what you like. Gabby, um, I've never heard that before. Don't be me, Gabby. No, that's the part that's like your first job is not going to be your dream job. What advice do you have? Yeah, I thought it was going to be Katie Couric. <laughs> Holy heart. What advice do you have about getting older? Know your non-negotiables. Please, please elaborate. What do you mean? <laughs> um, I guess just know what you're not willing to budge on. Such as like if you want a company and you want them to align with your, you know, the culture you have set for your life that might be a non-negotiable for you. Like I wouldn't join an Amazon of the world or I wouldn't join a, 
you know, X, Y, Z of the world because they don't align with my values. Um, also, you know, if you realize you're, you know, reaching the top at a company and like a smaller company, um, sometimes growth is a non-negotiable. Like I want to keep learning. I want to keep growing. And this company has, you know, you've hit that. So just realizing what's important. How about non-negotiables in terms of life outside of career? See, that's important to know for a SIG other too. Back to the dating topic. Yeah, a SIG other, she says. I haven't heard that. I'm going to start using that. (laughs) SIG other, write it down. (laughs) But yeah, just like non-negotiables of like, I need someone who will get along with my friends or like, I need someone who doesn't have anger management or... Right. I, I can go on, but I maybe think it's targeted. And are we writing these non-negotiables down or are we keeping them writing them in our head? I think writing them down is super important because, you know, there's something like I haven't thought about in a really long time that I should probably reevaluate, but they can be forever changing too, you know, as your priority mm-hmm. shift. I have an ongoing list of qualities that I want in a significant other in my phone and I'll add and subtract. I haven't touched it in a long time because it's honestly really well-rounded list. Like I don't need to touch it, but I almost want to hear it, Abby. Let's see what the men need to Should I read it live on air? That's a really good thing that you um, just said, Gabby, and we could do almost a whole episode on it, but non-negotiables in life and significant other for sure. And also friendship, relationship with your family, relationship with anyone around you, lifestyle there. It could go on and on. You're not negotiables. <laughs> okay. I'm going to read my list. Why are you laughing already? Because <laughs> I remember making this and I was 19 and I haven't really revisited it too much or changed it maybe a little bit, but I'm now 23. So maybe some of these things are outdated and I want something different. So it could be kind of an experience to go through it. Number one, first of all, the list is titled Somewhere Out There is a Guy Who Has Good Morals and Values, Has a Good Head on His Shoulders and Shows Ambition and Drive, Is Spontaneous and Fun Yet Responsible Enough Because You Can't Have Too Much of One or the Other, Loves Me from the Inside Out, that's a cute one, Speaks My Love Language or Cares Enough to Understand It, okay, woke about the care, (laughs) Loves God and Puts Him at the Center of Our Relationship, Lifts Me Up in My Faith, Okay, this one is so 19. Is a hopeless romantic and writes me notes or songs slash takes me to cute places. I feel like that's important. Can we normalize that? Yeah. Girls who want that should get that. None of us made fun of you for it. (laughs) I I guess I'm just making fun of myself. I guess I'm insecure. I dig it. Um, Is outgoing and loves meeting new people, trying new things, enhances my worldview, helps me put things into perspective, and allows me to do the same for him. Has a sense of style. I feel like that's probably <laughs> lowest on my list yeah. because if anyone knows all the guys I've dated, they have never had style at all. Um, loves kids and is okay with having four. <laughs> nice. Oh, this one's good. Is more conservative than liberal, but still embodies both sides for quality discussions. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Is so funny. He makes me laugh until I can't breathe and gets my sense of humor, meaning he also thinks I'm funny. Appreciates my quirks and doesn't find them annoying and has a strong sense of commitment and will never give up on our relationship. I'm so sorry, but you can't find a better list than that. I think you just described the way I feel about you. Ashley, are we about to kiss right now? (laughs) (laughs) We're in love. Um, But that's beautiful. You should have that as your like will not budge or whatever. And then you should have a wishful like thinking list, which is appearances, the dressing one. 
activities right, he likes. That not that important. Yeah, just like a wishful thinking thing. Activities that he enjoys, stuff like that. Writing down non-negotiables in terms of anything, career, life, house, relationships, it's also a way of indirect manifesting, I think, because you're putting down on paper or on your phone what you want to happen and it's a constant reminder and you're putting that out in the universe every time you revisit that list vision board season do you want me to pull out what you read gabby screw the rest of the conversation we just had more importantly podcasts and book recommendations laid on us oh boy what book are you reading right now because you brought one i did i'm reading person of interest what's that about it's actually interesting it's um is it about a person of interest? an interesting person <laughs> It's a Christian book. Basically, it's an atheist who like does a ton of research from like a scientific background and finds God within science. His name is. I think I know who you're talking about. Let me look. And I go well. And I'm glad that you said the book title because I know who this man is. I think, and I'd love to read about it. Jay Warner Wallace. Yes, I will be reading that. Thank you for telling me. It looks like a textbook. Look a big. Oh, it's big. I want the smaller version. I don't want the large print. (laughs) This is large print. And I also love like Bob Goff. Mm -hmm. I love his books. Does he have a podcast? He He should. It's good. Oh, good. And I really like Crime Junkies. Oh, an underground (laughs) podcast. You guys, I don't know if you've heard of this. It's such a secret. It was the first time I've ever heard of it. Gabby was telling me. (laughs) Gabby, disrupting my room. It is called Crime Junkies, and if you are new to the podcast world, you're in on the secret. Nobody knows about it. <laughs> you guys, I just confirmed Bob Goff is alive and well with Sweet Maria. I want to title this episode, Bob Goff is not dead with Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, it's been an absolute honor, a joy, and a privilege to have you not only on this podcast, but also in my life for so many damn years, Gabby. So thank you. I love you, Abs. So thank you, Gabby. Um, Where can the guys slide into your DMs? Or where can the girls send you and your Instagram to their guy friends? Please, at Gabby Phil, G-A-B-B-Y-P-H-I-L-L. I need them all. Sa- Seattle and area. Curious, her nickname was Gibby, like Gibby from iCarly for a long time. And much like the Gibby on TikTok, she's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Seattle area, send the men flocking to her, you guys. Gabby, it's been an absolute honor and a privilege to not only have you on this podcast, but in my life for so many years. So thank you. And I love you. Oh, it's been an honor. Thank you for having me, Abby and Ashley. Anytime. Cheers. Cheers to the weekend. Cheers.